Hey, this is Dana Miette, and you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide Podcast. If you want the real long version of what this podcast is about, go on over to the first episodes, but I'm going to keep this short and sweet now that we got a couple episodes under our belt. This podcast is made for teens, but it's really welcome to anyone who wants to learn more about their faith as we tackle the tough topics about life. If you have any topic requests, please email me at teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com. Any Bible will do, but if you want to follow along what Bible I will be reading out of, it will always be the New American Standard Bible. May God bless you, and I cannot wait to start this journey with you. What's up, guys? I hope you're doing well. Today's topic is the truth about having kids, and as always, we will start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this amazing opportunity for us to come together. As we learn the truth about having kids, may you always give us your wisdom and your guidance and see the reality and why this topic should be important to us. In your name we pray, amen. So today is not a biblical scripture type thing. It kind of goes with the one I just did about the truth about marriage. And the reason I think these topics are so important to the teen life is our society gives this false reality of what a marriage and starting a family is. And it also gives this expectation that everybody should, you know, get married and have kids. And I think that's why you see divorce rates so high. And that's why I think you see, you know, people, even if it's not divorce or the marriage, a lot of times people divorce over arguments they have with kids. And kids add a different dynamic to a marriage. Kids add a different different dynamic to your life. And so it's important that um, we talk about this topic because like I said, I'm not trying to say you shouldn't have kids. I just think a lot of people think it's an expectation, this worldly view of I get married and I have kids and they're having kids and realizing that maybe that vocation wasn't for them. Maybe it was something that was you know, harder than they thought, and it's still in their joy. And I'm not in any way saying anyone shouldn't have kids. I'm just saying that if you're going to have kids, to pray about it and to make sure it's a calling. And hopefully, if you're a teen, it's not something you're planning on doing right now, but you should still be focused on your future a little bit in the sense of knowing, you know, what you want in life. So that way, when you do get to the point of marriage, Um, You have already talked about if you do plan on having kids or not, because that is important to know before marrying someone if you are going to start a family. So just like I said with the marriage, I have a daughter and I absolutely love my daughter. So when I get to the negative parts of having a kid, there is no other choice I would make than to have my kid again and again and again. Absolutely love my daughter. It's definitely the vocation for me. I prayed about it a lot. I am so happy and blessed that God has given me a child, and I plan to have more in the future. So I don't want when I hit the realities for you to think that it means that I don't like kids. I'm just trying to be upfront with you so you can get the perspectives of both sides. Um, As a kid, I literally dreamed of having kids. I would go to my next door's neighbor's house. I love babies and, you know, they had three kids. And so I raised them pretty much from diapers and they're still really good friends of mine. They're all in their 20s now. Makes me feel old. But, you know, I still talk to them. They were like my little babies. I've always loved babies. I work with kids for a living. I just love kids. So my dream as a kid, you know, some girl's dream of their big wedding day. Mine was having a kid. So when I say that I couldn't been more excited and more blessed when God blessed me with a child, 
um, that we tried for, I really mean it. It was just the best moment of my life and I'm just so blessed for it. But that does not mean it's not hard and it does not mean there's not this false, you know, presence that we get from social media. I, and I know I'm guilty of it too. If you go onto my social media, what you're going to see is this cute, sweet pictures of my daughter, her smiling or her kicking a soccer ball like her mommy or her on vacation or in the swimming pool. You're going to see these nice, happy pictures. And the reason we post happy pictures is we want people to see the good times. But like I said, we have to be cautious with that because just because my daughter's happy and just because you see a picture on Facebook, that does not always show the reality. I'll, I'll remember this, um, this summer, right when summer started. I took a really cute picture of my daughter and I posted it on Facebook and I was getting all these comments of, oh, your summer looks so much fun and I'm so glad you're with your daughter. But what you didn't see with the picture is the day before my daughter was extremely sick. She cried all day. I was miserable all day. I love her. But when you listen to a baby cry for eight hours a day, you kind of go a little stir crazy. So we had a miserable day the day before. And so the next morning, she was better in the morning. She was smiling. She does this thing where she has to take pictures. So I took that picture. And so what you see on Facebook is this beautiful picture of me and my daughter and how happy we look. But what's missing from that picture is the day before with the screaming and her being sick and me having to cuddle her and me just being absolutely drained and exhausted. That is missed from Facebook. And it's not that I need to post that on Facebook, but what I'm trying to make you aware of is you only see the good of having a kid. And if you're going to have a kid, you just also need to understand the huge responsibility, the sleepless nights, and all the other things that go with it. Uh, I'll say, even though I thought I was ready, and even though I watched my sister have kids, and I've talked to a lot of people who had kids, it's a lot harder than I thought. And like I said, I'm one of the people who dreamed about having a kid. This is my, you know, goal in life. And it's still a struggle for me daily. Um, it's 100% worth it, but it'll be the most exhausting job you've ever done. And I know that's why, you know, I'll never judge a parent. I give my daughter my all, but I'll never judge a parent. You see a lot of parents, you know, do different things, you know, drop their kids off and take breaks a lot because it is exhausting and it's more than, you know, a lot of people bargain for. And that's why it's very important to kind of know the realities ahead of time. And like I said, it's okay to take a break. Right now, while I'm doing this podcast, today is actually my mom day. I take a day once a week where I drop my daughter off at my mom's house and I just do everything I need to do. Any errands I need to do, any praying I need to do, anything at all. Um, that's what I do on this day, my mom day. And it's important to still make yourself a priority. But the reality is when you have a kid, they're going to come first. You do need to take care of yourself. You do need to take care of your marriage. That's very important too. But the reality is a lot of your time is going to go to that child. Um, and one of the biggest things I think people don't realize is when you have a child, you really can't relax. And what I mean by that is when you have a child in your presence, if you close your eyes for three seconds or you turn your head for three seconds, that's when something happens. It doesn't matter what people think. Uh, I, I saw a story on um, our subdivision page, Facebook page 
where this boy almost drowned and she was thanking the people and she put on there don't judge me please because I watched my child 24-7 but for literally one second I turned my head and something could have happened and I'm so glad it didn't and that resonated with me so much because a lot of people think parents are awful and how could they let things happen to your kid but really truly you watch your kid all day long from sun up from sundown but that second you turn your head the second you do anything it just tends to happen and so it's just learning to never relax learning to never be able to close your eyes because you have this responsibility of this child when you have them with you of course like I said I want a healthy lifestyle so I take a day today's my relaxed day and I don't have her so I could just close my eyes take deep breaths and relax so when I do have my daughter I can give all the energy to her um then you got the cooking you know if you have a life that you are growing which is a child you have to feed them and I'm gonna tell you now it's not the easiest thing to cook especially with a toddler who is yelling for the food now trying to touch the stove while you are cooking and then you cook this break they ask for pancakes and you cook this great wonderful pancake breakfast that you spend 20 minutes doing while they're trying to throw the flour and throw the spoon and guess what then they don't want it. And so my point is, it's a lot of work. Um, cleaning's also a lot of work. I literally have a Dyson and another vacuum. We walk around the house on the daily cleaning um, together because my daughter likes to clean, which is awesome. And it's still dirty. And there's toys everywhere. And the dishwasher gets piled up. And so my point is, it's just more work than you probably think. The reality of my normal day, except in the summers, is I go to work. Um, so I have to wake up. I wake up around 6. I drop my daughter off around uh, a little while later. But before I drop her off, you know, you prepare for your work day. But then you have to have her clothes, her diapers, her socks, her shoes, all those things. So you're preparing two lives. You're getting ready for two people. Then I have to get her out the bed, which, man, uh, she's just like me. She's definitely my daughter. Um, she kicks, screams, and fights because who wants to get woken up? She don't have to go to work. Why? She has to get out of bed. So she fights. Then you go to drop her off, and then they're crying, Mommy, don't leave me. Mommy, don't leave me. And then you feel like a terrible human, but you know you're going to work to help her have, you know, all the things in life she'll need and be able to support her in college and those things. So you tell yourself it's okay and you go to work. Then you work all day, which like I said, I work with children. So literally can't close my eyes for a second there either. Can't take a deep breath, rush home because you miss your child. And then I get home around four and she goes to bed at 7.30. So I literally have, we have to cook, we have to feed her, we have to bathe her, and we have to clean up all in that time. Um, a lot of times I do like to clean up after she goes to bed. But it's really not a whole lot of time with your child because it's four to 7.30. So it's stressful because you don't get a whole lot of time with them. It's stressful because you're trying to raise them and do the things you need to do like cook and clean. And so by the end of the day, you're exhausted. And so you get to when you want to hang out with your husband and it's 730 and by 930, you just can't take it anymore. So when you look at a normal day when having kids, you have about two hours to yourself max if you're a working parent. And if you're not a working parent, you probably have your kid all day. So again, you're not, you're getting two hours at night as well. So the reality is you lose a lot of your free time. I used to be such a sports goer. I used to be able to watch sports 24 seven, 
But I'm not going to sit there and watch TV and ignore my daughter while she's awake. And by the time she goes to sleep, I'm so tired. The last thing I want to do is watch TV. And so the point is, it's a commitment. It's going outside and jumping on a spacewalk that you've jumped on a million times. It's hearing your daughter tell you the story about the fire truck because she's two years old. She's told the story about 700 times and you're just going to smile and say, oh, I love that fire truck story and get excited like you did before. And then, like I said, they're going to go to sleep early because you want to let them get to sleep for their brain development. Plus, just a tip, they do better on a schedule. And then you're exhausted and then the teething happens and then the nightmares happens and then the hungry happens and the fireworks happen. And what I mean is the sleepless nights, you know, they'll wake up at two, my daughter from month nine to month, I think 18 would wake up at 2 a.m. every single day. So even when you think you've had a long day and even when you think you finally get to sleep, your alarm clock goes off at two in the morning, ready or not, here we come. And when they get sick, it's constant all night. Uh, anytime my daughter gets congested, she can't sleep in her bed. The congestion's too much. So she usually has to like sleep upward on us. And so on those nights, you don't get any sleep and then you go to work. And so the point I am trying to make is not to not have kids, but to understand it's more work than people let on, that it's a huge commitment that you're, you're going to lose sleep and you're going to, you know, lose a lot of your time. You had to do the things you like, and it's going to take work. I know, um, we just traveled to San Diego and bringing a kid on an airplane was very stressful and she got an A plus, but when I tell you, you have to bring a crib for her to sleep in, you have to bring the car seat, you have to bring her clothes. Then you have to bring her who wants to run around the airport and you're trying to get through TSA and she's trying to run out the door by the cars. And so my point is just understanding that although kids are beautiful and joyful and a blessing, that they are a lot of work. And if you plan on having them, you need to make sure you have your priorities in that state you know we used to travel way more than we do now we used to do way more things with our friends now um we don't do those things as much anymore you know her bedtime's 7 30 and so i tell my friends all the time that i can either go out at eight and leave my husband or we have to be back by 7 30 one or the other and even in those times you don't do that much because you want to spend time with your husband as well um, so that's the truth about having kids that most people don't tell you about. Now I'm going to spend you, uh, take a minute to kind of tell you just some good things. Cause even though, like I said, this was more of a reality check to kind of just make you weigh your options. There are great things about having kids. I love waking up every day. Um, go and walk into my daughter's room. Although, like I said, when I wake her up, she's not too happy, but watching her wake up and then, you know, when she does get happy watching her look at me and her giving me kisses and telling me she loves me and her randomly come and hug me, it just melts my heart. And then watching her brain grow, watching her play with her toys and learning things and learning new war words, it's just incredible. Watching the basic joys of life is incredible. Like I said, she is so amazed by a fire truck. And one day the fire truck bumped at her and she got so excited. She said, fire truck went wee 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 And the joy of her telling me that story just brings me so much joy. Seeing her innocence, watching her grow, watching her as a child of God. Uh, we have a lot of different things in our house to kind of make sure she keeps with the faith 
And we have this picture of Jesus. And every time she sees this picture of Jesus, she says Jesus and gives him a kiss. And it just absolutely warms my heart. The pure innocence of a child and the pure love. And it just brings us great joy. I couldn't imagine not having a personality with us. She's just so silly and so funny and so her own person. And she just brings joy to our life that we wouldn't have without having her. There's no one like her. God created her so special. And having her in a life is, you know, just made our so much joyful. So again, I'm not trying to discourage you to not have kids. I just want you to understand the reality is when you look at Facebook and you see that smiling picture, know that probably five seconds before that toddler was on the floor throwing a fit because you told them that they can only have five marshmallows and they wanted the whole bag or that you cleaned their poo-poo and threw it away and they wanted that poo-poo and they cannot believe you threw it away. Or that they just made a giant mess on the floor and you picked it up and then they turned, smiled at you and did it again. Or you didn't get any sleep last night. Things like that. I just want you to understand the reality of it and not just the falsehood that unfortunately social media gives us. So I pray that, you know, you pray about it. You make sure you're ready to have kids when that time comes and really truly see it as a vocation. So I hope that helped you. God bless. Have a good one.